and welcome back everybody uh this is the binary sunset episode eight uh today we will be covering uh chapter 16 of the mandalorian the season finale and i know a lot of you are wondering where are alex and zach uh well uh today we decided to go uh we decided to just just uh audio it today um i've been having some health problems recently and um well you could just say uh, i I'm not. I'm not. I'm not what the industry calls camera ready right now. So I um, thought you were gonna compare yourself to a Star Wars monster. You don't look worse than a Rancor. I'll tell you that much. I. You know what? That's. I'll take that. <laughs> um, I, I'm dealing with a little infection right now. It's. Uh, it's. Uh, my face isn't too pretty. So I, I. I decided. You guys don't need to see that. Uh, well, we can. Sit, we can put it off for another week. Yeah. Video wise, so uh, we'll just we'll just audio it today. You also can, have uh, a beard again, but that's a different story. Oh, I yeah, I guess I do. I, it's a story for another you know, time. Yeah, we'll we'll paint a picture for all, and this is obviously for all of you that are on YouTube. For those of you listening, nothing has changed. So. <laughs> <laughs> nothing um, has changed. So yeah, uh, the 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 season two finale of The Mandalorian, Zach. So. Uh, Alex, pretty mediocre I, episode. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just no. You want to kick us off? It was lame. Uh, I just have one question. We're joking. <laughs> we joke. Spo- hey, spoiler alert! Are you gonna do your spoiler? I don't want thing? people to turn off. I don't want people to turn it off. Like, wow, these guys suck. <laughs> Aren't you gonna do your spoilers thing though? Oh yeah. Uh, spoiler alert for anybody, any any loser out there who hasn't seen the freaking episode. I mean, technically, wasn't this spoiled for you? <laughs> okay, I also I also wanted to address one more thing before we start. Okay. Yeah. Some piece of shit. <laughs> okay. I I was up on Thursday Thursday night slash Friday morning. I was up. I was up at two o'clock. But you know, I usually wait for my roommate to watch the episodes, and he didn't want to stay up. I was playing Battlefront two. I was just a normal. I was r- Thursday I, night. Just a normal normal Thursday night. <laughs> Drink a little wine. I, I and I, I um I, I was I was so close to just to just pressing play, uh-huh. but I didn't because I'm a good friend. Uh, little did I know that was gonna bite me in the bite me in the ass. Because so I, the next morning I wake up and it's about it's about nine o'clock. We had we, we were like okay at ten o'clock we'll we'll start watching because he had a, he had a, a work meeting at at um at nine. Sure. And I wake up at nine because I didn't really have that much work to do. And I accidentally go on Instagram. I, I I was trying to avoid it, but I figured also like part of me is like nobody's gonna post post anything right now. It literally came out uh, seven hours before before I woke up, and um, uh-huh. I open Instagram involuntarily as I do in the mornings. The very first goddamn thing on my feed, the very first goddamn <laughs> feed thing on my feed is a meme, and it's a bad one too. It's that you know that you know the jo- the Joey uh, from Friends meme format. Yeah, uh, it wasn't even a good yeah. one. Yeah, those are coming back. That, and it was like Luke, Luke Luke takes Grogu to the temple, and I'm like, oh my god. And then the the bottom one is Joey being like, oh my god. And it's like Luke or Luke's temple gets burned by Kylo Ren, and this this fucking numb nut decides to post that. And of course, it's the first thing on my feed. I didn't like go scrolling for. 10 minutes and then find it it was the first thing the I algorithm saw, and then I had it in it. for you the algorithm anyway knew. so that was spoiled for me and i i was I, i'm gonna say i'm gonna say I'm, i was genuinely really upset i that's like that's like something i've kind of been waiting for my entire life 
and this this person this person just I mean what who was it? It's tell my them. fault. I guess. Tell, tell I'm not gonna. Tell I'm not them. gonna name names. <laughs> I name I unfollowed them. I unfollowed them. That's it. Uh, I can't. You Stupid know, in Joey. time, I'll get over it. But it just. I you know I I've, I've been looking at, I'm, I've been watching all these like reviews of it and and uh, like real time yeah like reactions and stuff and I just I'm I'm I get jealous uh, I feel like I I feel like I missed out and you know so not to I, not to be like mean no but I want I want I want you to share your but experience. you you did miss out <laughs> yeah I, I, will, I know I will and it's it's a shame uh, I will say I watched it I watched the episode like yeah. I should have watched it far earlier. I went on Instagram. I I, I did not pay attention. I still went on social media. So you did what I did. I, I did what you did. But, but you just got I lucky. didn't. Yeah, I guess I got lucky. I spent probably like an hour and a half on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube that day. And nothing was spoiled for me. Um, and now looking back, I wish I hadn't. Because I, I'm really glad. I mean... Technically, it wasn't spoiled for me, but the just the the, the possibility that it could have been, I wish I had oh, not. Oh, it, it was. I'm sure it was one it, swipe away. It was. <laughs> it was amazing. The the reveal. I was shocked. Um, but anyway. But you know, binary sunset. <laughs> binary sunset called it. I'm gonna be honest. There I know go. last episode I wavered a little bit. And I was like, yeah. well, it could be Mace Windu. Well, that, that was the we'll dumbest get, thing I could have said. <laughs> we'll we'll get into that later. So, Avi, I have one question for you. Yeah. Um, just in one sentence, name what was the greatest thing you saw in that episode. One sentence. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna I am not going to uh, I'm not gonna name the obvious. That's obviously. a sentence. What's a sentence? <laughs> you just said I'm not. I'm not gonna. gonna I'm not. I'm not gonna name the <laughs> so obvious that's... scene. Okay. But I will right. name. I will. So my okay. my 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 favorite scene. Just one sentence. We'll get into it later. One, okay, one, one sentence. Yeah. Fine. That's another sentence. Um, <laughs> Jesus. We're on a paragraph. That's another now. sentence. <laughs> yep, we're on a, another paragraph. My my favorite part was when Mando took off his helmet and baby baby Yoda reached out and touched his face. And I oh. wept like a baby. Okay. Comma, that was a comma, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> right, comma. I'm just making sure because we're on yeah. two paragraphs. My favorite part of the episode was when I wasn't sure if it was Luke or another Jedi near the end. Oh, that must have been a great fucking feeling. <laughs> it was a great feeling. <laughs> you bastard. All right. Um, do you want to sum up God, the episode? This week has been relentless. <laughs> do you want to do you want to sum up the episode and then we can get into uh, talking about it more? Yeah. Let's. Uh, yeah. Let's sum it up. Yep. So. We start off in action right away. Yep. Uh, Boba Fett is chasing after a Lambda class shuttle, um, holding Doctor Pershing and two Imperial pilots. Uh, he nails them, disables the ship, boards the ship, which was such a cool scene, by the way. The Slave One coming up from the window. Yeah, that was freaking awesome. Can I? Can um, I just say something? And this is very nitpicky yeah, of me, but it's something that I I can't. Uh, yeah. When the other Imperial officer turns on, turns on. When one of the Imperial officers shoots the other in the back because he's a deserter. Mm -hmm. Did you notice like the sound he made? Like he gets shot in the back and he's like, oh, I watch it again. To be honest, I did not notice that. Okay. (laughs) Get back to me. I rewatched it like five times because I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, keep going. 
<laughs> it's just not a sound. I didn't notice that. It's not a sound okay. somebody makes when they get shot in the back. <laughs> I, I all right. I'll I'll take a look at that. <laughs> what did you want him to do? <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, <laughs> not like oh, is that more believable? It sounded like he was like. It sounded like he just jumped into a cold bath. That's all. <laughs> sounded like he was getting shot. Okay. Nitpick. You're thinking more hot bath for mm-hmm. a more realistic gunshot. Yeah. Okay. Keep going. So. So, so yeah. So we get to that part. Uh, he holds Doctor Pershing for ransom as Cara Dune, Boba Fett, and I think is the Mando. Did he, does he board too? Yes. I can't remember. I believe he did. Um, and his co-pilot's like, oh, like whatever. I, I don't care. And his his co-pilot shoots him, puts a gun to Pershing's head. It's like this this guy's worth a lot of money than the Republic. Um, you need him alive. Cara Dune's like. Oh, he goes Cara Dune. He's like, we blew up your planet. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, we're, we're, I'm glad that, you know, your planet blew up because a bunch of terrorists were wiped out from the galaxy. She's like, you know, she goes, she 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 bullies him about the, the two Death Stars that blew up. And then all of a sudden he cares about human life. And he's like, Ooh, people died on those. What a snowflake. That, I, that was a weird, that was a weird <laughs> flip for him. It was. Um, but that was I really I really enjoyed that exchange. Yep. Uh, and then she's like, "Enough of this nonsense!" Just shoots him in the freaking head. Uh, I didn't notice this, but apparently she clips off a, p- a piece of Doctor Pershing's ear. Oh, I did not notice. Uh, that, yeah, it, it's uh. a small detail that I, okay. I noticed later. Next part, um, they they pretend that they're flying the sh- that they're the Imperial officers flying, and they're the getting ship. attacked by Boba Fett. And they're getting attacked, so they kind of stage uh, they stage a little fight there, mm-hmm. uh, or a chase. They head towards uh, Moff Gideon's light cruiser. They ask for support. They ask for, uh, you know, emergency landing permit, whatever. I don't know what that's called. Uh, <laughs> whatever it is, uh, yeah. they need to they need to get in the fucking ship. And Moff Gideon, being the smart guy that he is, is like, no, just send out the fighters. So the fighters are sent out. Uh, Things get a little messy. They just and they're like, no, no, yeah. we need we need clearance into the ship, and he, and they just kind of blast right through there. Yep, and then they just start blasting through Solo. the ship. <laughs> yeah, they immediately get out. They don't. There's no like episode four. Yep. Like we're trying to sneak around. No, it's just like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> it's pretty. It's 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 very reminiscent of just the Rise of Skywalker yeah. scene. I, I, get, I thought about that. Yes. Uh, yeah, like I didn't really like that scene in Rise of Skywalker. Um, to be honest that's fine. Uh, <laughs> um, they basically shoot their way through the ship. Yep, shoot their way through the ship. Not a lot of the, issues. Uh, get to the bridge. Yep. Uh, Mando breaks off from them. He's like, I'm going to go find the baby. Uh, they basically kill everybody, kill everybody on the bridge. And Mando go gets to the baby's little cell. Grogu. And Moff Gideon's waiting for him Gro- with the Grogu. Fine, whatever. <laughs> no, it's baby Moff Yoda. Gideon's waiting, waiting, <laughs> waiting for Mando with Grogu with uh, the Darksaber uh, at Grogu's head. And they face off. At first, at first, uh, Moff Gideon's like, you know what? Take the kid. Uh, I, I just want, want the dark saber. And I got his blood. Right, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. We we all knew that was bullshit. Uh, Mando reaches for the baby. Gideon attacks. They have a sword fight slash spear fight. Awesome. It was really cool because you could see the Beskar kind of like heating up. Yeah. On impact. That was I love that. It was a nice touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, great, great fight. Yeah. Um, Ends with Mando disarming Moff Gideon, keeps him alive, grabs the baby, 
they go to the oh i completely skipped over before he gets the cell he has to fight a uh a, a oh, dark trooper yes they have to fight the dark um one and he and, and he and he and he shoots out the rest of them in space i i knew i knew the second he did that i'm like they have jetpacks on yeah them. they're, they're flying back. right back <laughs> um this is not over uh but he had so much trouble fighting that first one yeah which just like it, it defined the threat that they were yeah it showed that he can't handle one with one beskar spear mm-hmm. uh you know, these things are tough. So they all get to the bridge, Moss in handcuffs, and Bo-Katan is pretty fucking pissed because she wanted to disarm him because she wanted the Darksaber because it needs to be won, which is mm-hmm. kind of hypocritical of her because she was kind of just handed it to uh, in Rebels at the end of Rebels uh, by Sabine Wren. Well, so I was going to say, it, I mean, technically, like Gideon's kind of, He's he's Gideon's giddy because he's like, you can't just give her the dark saber. She has to take it from you. Um, right. And he's like, no, nah, just give her to her. Technically, I mean, they make it sound like she needs to kill Mando, but Mando didn't kill Gideon. So I, no, you don't. Need to, you just have to win it in combat. Yeah, but you don't like, have to kill anybody. Yeah, exactly. So I don't. But the way she got, but the way she got it before was just by having it being handed to her. I so maybe know. maybe she learned, and people people are like getting really annoyed by that. Yeah, I I don't really. I don't necessarily care. I think that maybe in those time, in those years in between, uh-huh. she realized that she she actually needed to win it. Sure. Uh, and she, you know, having just being handed to her, she wasn't the real ruler of Mandalore. So maybe she had to like, maybe she maybe she lost it on purpose just to gain it back through combat. Who knows? But um, and in the- short story. Yeah. Sh- Short story short, uh, Mando's the ruler of Mandalore. <laughs> um, and then we think that we're about to witness another crazy fight, and then bam, an X-Wing appears. Yep. Out of the blue. Uh, <laughs> flies right by. Cara Dune makes a funny joke. Oh, just one X-Wing? Oh, we're safe. Yeah. Um, but, you know, anybody who saw that X-Wing, anybody who's anybody, anybody who knows anything about Star Wars knows the second you see that X-Wing... A lone signal. X-Wing. Yep. That's Red 5, baby. That's Red 5. <laughs> That's Luke motherfucking Skywalker. And basically we have, I mean, I would say even a better scene. It's kind of a scene that is in a sense modeled off of uh, Rogue One at the end when Darth yep. Vader's just mowing down a bunch of rebels. But this time it's Luke and he's mowing it down a bunch of dark troopers. I, we don't know it's Luke yet, even though he has a, a yellow or not a yellow, a uh, green. green lightsaber. He's a dark hood. He has a. I think um, if I, if 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 the if the X wing didn't tip you off, the green lightsaber shoulda. Yeah, but I loved how they did it. Yeah, the music was really cool too. The music and was good. You see, you just see a hooded figure walking down the hall. How he that looked like Return of the Jedi, and how he mows uh, down got, all those dark troopers is mm-hmm. just great. Yep, like you get the Vader, yeah. the Vader, the Vader hallway scene. But you know what? Uh, and we can get into this later. But sure. I, I just that was just so. So well done. Yep. Uh, I was, I was, even though it was spoiled for me, I was completely blown away by this episode. He, they open the door for him after he, after he slices and dices all those droids. And we, he takes his hood off and we see Luke. Yeah. Um, deep fake, obviously. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, Star you know, Wars loves its deep fakes. Um, and, and we'll get into that also uh-huh. as well. <laughs> We will. But uh, just, to, just to finish off this episode, uh, Baby Grogu doesn't want to go. Mando's pretty... He sounds kind of happy about that in his voice, but looks like he needs your permission. So 
you have like a kind of like a Luke Luke Vader moment where Mando sees his baby boy with his own eyes. Yeah, he takes off his helmet. He it's uh, such a such a I that that moment really got me more than I thought. Same. And um Yeah. And he you know, he touches Mando's face. Mando puts him down. R2D2 comes in. <laughs> that was so and cute. And Baby Yoda just waddles over. That's I loved that. That was adorable. You, so yeah, yeah, keep going. Sorry, I'm gonna interrupt. No, so yeah, yeah. Uh, Baby Yoda just waddles over to R2. And then R2 and waddles and mm-hmm. <laughs> And then Luke smiles and picks him up. Luke smiles, picks him up, and then you get this really cool shot after they walk down the hall and Mando is tearing up. You get this cool shot of R2D2 Luke and and Baby Yoda in the elevator, and then it shuts. Yeah. Episodes over, or is it? Credits roll. Then we get a yep. big surprise, a secret reveal of the Book of Boba Fett. Opens on the twin, su- the binary sunset. Tatooine, yes. Jabba's palace. Us. Uh, Bib Fortuna. <laughs> Bib Fortuna has been pretty lazy these past few years. <laughs> uh, kind of, kind of, uh, uh molded into the role of, See, of Jabba. Like fake like literally. Like he looks like <laughs> he looks like Jabba the Hutt. I was wondering he was like, is he just he gonna like, yeah. turn into Jabba the Hutt? Is that how it works? You just eat so much and then you turn into this green caterpillar. I don't know man. But yeah he um he's not he's not looking the best, but um <laughs> it's funny. He's like, hey Boba, I, I heard rumors that you're alive. And then he just shoots yep. him, shoots everybody in there with um uh, Fennec Shand throws him off the throws his dead corpse off of the off of the throne. Sits there, Book of Boba Fett coming December twenty twenty one. So that there's that. Um, <sighs> yeah, that's 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 that. Good. Okay, so we so we covered so we covered we covered the finale, basically the outline of it. Mm-hmm. Let's get into let's get into the the nitty gritty. The nitty gritty is that the next day. After I watched the episode, I rewatched the last 15 minutes like three times. <laughs> oh, me too. <laughs> oh, yeah. I I was wa- I couldn't stop watching. I couldn't I could not stop watching other people's reactions. To, I think because I wanted to live vicariously through yeah, them. Yeah, yeah, sure, that makes sense. Uh, because I I just fucking missed out on it. Um, I I I binged so many different reaction videos, and I I was crying along with I. There were two moments. There were two moments uh-huh. in this in this episode that I cried. Yes. And two different reasons why I did so. Okay. One was obviously Luke Skywalker. Um just the X-wing coming. And you know, having known that it was Luke, I I and knowing the whole time, I was crying the second that X-wing showed up. And I I it, it was just it brought me back to just like me like playing Luke Skywalker in my home movies as a yeah. 10-year-old in my backyard, like, swinging that lightsaber, pretending to, like, you know, just, like, the the, the legend of Luke. Yeah. Um, Something we've never seen Luke do before in his still kind of prime, you know? Right. I mean, this is a, this is a specific point in his life mm-hmm. where it's it's after Return of the Jedi and he's building, he's building the Jedi Temple. He's, he's, he's the Luke that we, that we dreamt about. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, when we were kids, the like Luke you know, we what read does about he do? in the legends? What is, exactly? Yeah. What does he do after Return of the Jedi? And it, um, a lot of people are like, "Well, this is what we should have gotten in the Last Jedi." I highly disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think that there's a need for both types of Luke. facets to this character. There, yeah. There's two different types, two different moments of his life. 
And I, I appreciate I appreciate what we got in The Mandalorian 10 times more because we had what we had in Last Jedi. Yeah. But same. Um, that was the moment that I, I, I was just it, it. I was a little kid again, man. Yeah. And it was Luke fucking Skywalker saving the day. And you didn't have to worry about him killing people because it was just a bunch of bunch of metal droids. Robots. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We got what we wanted, but we didn't have to sacrifice our, you know, he didn't have to sacrifice his morality. Yeah. Um, so we could just sit back and relax and watch and enjoy. The second time I cried was when Mando and Baby Yoda had to separate. Yeah. And we spent two seasons with these people, with these with these characters, and we've been through so much with them. Mm-hmm. And it I almost Luke felt like a presence that I didn't want there at that point. I'm like, no, don't go to Luke. And Luke is the guy that he's our hero, right? He's yeah. the guy that we always want around. But you know, at the, in that moment I was like, no, 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 you can't they can't separate. They can't leave each other, you know, especially because we know what happens down the line. But uh-huh. it's just such a it's such such a beautiful, powerful moment. Yeah. All no, right. I, I totally I totally agree. I, I mean, <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. I mean, just everything about, again, like the last 15 minutes is amazing. Um, yeah. I at first disliked how much they relied on a deep fake. Luke, I mean, technically, from what I understand, they got Mark Hamill and he actually helped. Um, he was there. He was on yeah, set. He was on set. Yeah. So he did I the mean, voice too. That's the best case scenario for de-aging, I guess. I mean, it's not even much of a deep fake. fake. It's more of a de-aging, um, a CGI. But um, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, just I really enjoyed the moments when I didn't see Luke's face. Uh, that's my only issue yeah. um i and there was one really good shot at the end and this is very nitpicky of me um but it's something that i think i do not like about disney star wars is that they really rely on deep fakes and de-aging a lot um specifically yeah. in rogue one i did not like the princess leia tarkin looked all right but the princess leia at the end kind of ruined the the moment for me um but going back they to can't, this they can't they can't get it right man well the thing is they don't need to do it you know they don't need to do it there's something that's mysterious about not showing everything you know i mean that's that's part of the magic i absolutely agree with that Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say like at the end of the day like it 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 felt weird on the first watch yeah like i was like oh that's obviously like i obviously my brain was like that's that's not necessarily correct yeah you know uh our brains naturally do that but uh, I, I got to say, like, I, I don't really care anymore. It's it's the actual just presence of Luke Skywalker that makes that moment so magical for I, me. No, no, no. So I, I agree. I can, I, can, I can definitely look past it. I agree. Um, yeah. But again, I, I just don't like... Because the thing is, I can tell. Everybody can tell that it's not real Luke Skywalker. That's my problem. Um, and a lot of people always... Let me get into what I don't like about de-aging and deepfake specifically. Because a lot of times mm-hmm. they feel like we... People say they hate defakes or de-aging software. A lot of times they don't specify why it's bad, in my opinion. And the reason why I don't think it's good is kind of what happened in this episode where for most, and again, it was very, very short, but every single time you saw Luke, he didn't really have an expression on his face. Um, And that's, that's my problem with defakes is that it kind of takes you out of the moment because... I mean, 
us as human beings and like the whole reason why we a lot of times we enjoy movies is because of reactions. We like to see how people act. We like to see how and this is true for CGI too. really done, really well done CGI and animation, how certain characters react uh, during specific moments of the scene. And my problem was that for most of the scene, Luke kind of just his eyebrows didn't move, his eyes didn't move, his lips had some issues. Yeah. Um, and it, it's, for me, it's un, it's kind of, it's it's close to an uncanny, uncanny valley. I mean, this is, I, I, I love like talking about and, and thinking about uh, and watching all these different uh, elements of CGI. So I'm kind of a geek and it may not bother most people, but for me, um, I just felt that it was unnecessary and everything could have been accomplished, if not better, without specifically showing a deep, relying so much on a deep fake Luke. Now there was one shot, and this is me, this is me being nitpicky at the end, that was really well done because they actually made him react to what Mando was saying. I mean, it's such a, uh, a personal scene. And I, I, I mean, you can see Baby Yoda's puppet and it looks amazing. It's real. And uh, Pedro Pascal is Mando. He's a real person and it's real. And then I just look at Luke and I'm like, why? I'm not getting anything from this. I see my childhood and I see something that is really cool. But um, when it comes to what how it actually fits into the scene, I'm a little bit taken back by it. So that's me dissecting why I have a problem with it. Now, it's, again, it's just a nitpick. But yes, no, totally. That, that you're totally welcome to think. I feel to feel that way. I, yeah. I definitely bounce between that and 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 other feelings. But I I think the way I see it as is, you know, Luke Luke in that in that moment in mm-hmm. that scene is is the legend that we that we thought of him as. He is the idea of Luke that we've that we've always dreamt about, and so him being more realistic or less realistic uh has on on more on the more watches that i have yeah it's it's less and less important to me that he's like in that moment and real it's more just like the idea and presence of him that makes it magical for me if you if you can get that but it's but that's but i agree i I I totally understand i totally understand where i just don't want to see because i definitely sort of feel that way too um and this is going to my next uh my next little rant um, but guess what? I, I'm not the only one that thinks it. In fact, a lot of Star Wars fans think this, but um, Sebastian Stan, um, the guy that plays the Winter Soldier in, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, he's, he's a pretty well-known actor. He's in, He was also in yeah. Gossip Girl, but he, he was better known for... Oh, was he? I yeah, he was. That. It's fine. Um, quarantine watching. But anyway, uh, he was in, he was the Winter Soldier and he, and he played, he was Bucky. Um, yeah. And, uh, yeah. And, um, in, in the Avenger movies, in Marvel movies, Mm-hmm. He looks just like Luke. He's a good actor. Let's just make him. And there's no problem. There's there should there's there's no issue with having a different actor play a character that's already established. In fact, Star Wars is pretty good at letting multiple actors be or let multiple actors play the same character throughout the Star Wars universe. I mean, yeah. if you have a problem with this, you probably. I mean. I'm being a little bit defensive, but at the same time, I feel strongly about this. Um, uh, oh, uh, uh, Ewan McGregor being, mm-hmm. um, did I pronounce his name right? Ewan. Ewan. Ewan McGregor as Obi-Wan in the prequels. 
Ewan McGregor. He is amazing. And guess what? Also, he is Obi Wan. Uh, yeah, and, and but uh, Sir Alec Guinness is also mm-hmm. Obi Wan yes. in the original trilogy. That is an example of two Definitely. different actors portraying the same character, and it worked perfectly. They they complement each other. I think the same could be done with Sebastian Stan. And I think Mark the Hamill. issue is. I think the issue is. Yeah. And here's why. Here's why I think it's a little different than that. Is because that would be like if, you know, twenty years before, um, A New Hope, yeah. Alec Guinness played the younger version of Obi Wan Kenobi, then played the older version, and then you know in the two thousand, you know, late nineties two thousands, they went back to that period of time, but then they recast him. That's what it'd be like. But you know, it's, yeah. But I, I you just, know, what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I get it. I think I think and I understand too and I don't think I I don't think Mark (laughs) I think Disney finds themselves in a quandary with this one Uh because it you know you either you either recast Luke while the actor is still alive which Mm -hmm. we don't even have anymore with Carrie Fisher yeah which we Harrison Ford's never gonna fucking do that again um I mean come on we have we have literally Luke Skywalker still alive the actor um ready to ready to play the play the role and it you know either you do that or you you recast and then you kind of lose the opportunity to 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 use mark hamill as much as possible um for that authentic feeling of that's luke so you know you kind of have to balance that and i think i honestly think having mark hamill in that episode was the best choice i don't think i would have liked sebastian i i agree with that i agree with that specifically however i'm go- i'm gonna assume luke's gonna be in more of these yes of these. if they do like a and if they do like a heard of like a luke series uh, but floating I, around. I, well i think he sebastian could just be luke throughout yeah. all these different series and this would have been a perfect opportunity for him to start this would have been a great breakout Sure. Or what is to come? That is my. I don't argument. think I don't think fans will mind if though though if like there is a Luke Skywalker series and he and Sebastian Stan is cast. I don't think they're going to be like, well, they look different. Like Mark Hamill there, Sebastian Stan there. Like I don't think people are going to care. I think they're going to no, understand. I don't think people are going to care. Also, I mean, the thing is, is that this is uh, again, people hate to say this and they think it's lame, but honestly, it's the truth. Star Wars is for kids, and every generation is going to look at what Star Wars film or tv or media that's being made in front of them and think that is the closest to them so yeah i I would also put that out as food for thought a lot of kids uh a lot of young kids look at the sequel trilogy as their version of star wars and nothing else so and that's totally fine so yeah yeah so where will we see grogu and mando next um and i say this because we don't know if if uh mando or grogu are coming back like this is this is the whole and maybe you know more about this from what i understand from how this left how this episode left us is that this is the end for now to the mandalorian and then maybe the mandalorian can kind of become um like all these different series like this is the Mandalorian season one through two was about Pedro Pascal's character. And then the Mandalorian going next is the book of Balba. That's how I interpreted it. Yeah. So I, I definitely at the time kind of saw it that way too. Yeah. They, they kind of cleared it up recently. John Favreau had a, 
an interview on Good Morning America yesterday that I watched. Oh, okay. And he's basically like, Book of Boba Fett is a completely different series. Oh, okay. Uh, com- completely different sh- shooting schedule. And season three of Mandalorian is coming out in December, and it will feature... He didn't say Mandalorian by name, but he says our our favorite character. Oh, so okay. I think he's... A, I, I just want to... I'm going to assume that he's talking about Mando. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. Here's what I think. You know, and obviously, like, the end of the episode got me thinking, like, okay, that was beautiful. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. But, like, what's next? Mm-hmm. We know... We know that Grogu's off to a temple that's going to be doomed in 15 years. Yeah. Uh, Mando shooting. is kind of... Mando's by himself now. I mean, I think... Um, I think, you know what, I think the path for Mando is way clearer than that of Grogu. And I think that season three is obviously going to be about um, them reclaiming Mandalore. Yeah. Uh, and him being the ruler of Mandalore. Or, you know, finally, like, allowing him and Bo-Katan to fight and she can take it. Whatever. Because I don't think he wants it. He's the reluctant leader, which is the best kind of leader. But, you know. Um, and that makes me think he will be the leader. I Yeah. <laughs> I, I, think, I think in the end he should be. Um <laughs> As for Gro- here's what I think is going to happen. Uh-huh. Here, uh huh. Here, if I were writing this, yes. And this is maybe this is also an example why I shouldn't be writing this. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you know, we have we have that whole thing like you know maybe the siege of Mandalore because the siege of Mandalore was in the Clone Wars. That's when they were trying to take it back um, uh-huh. from Maul, who was the ruler of Mandalore at one point. Yes. Um, and this will be like the siege of Mandalore part two, where they take it back. Um, from whoever the fuck is there, we don't even know. Um, I don't think the emperor, or the I don't think the empire is still there. But um, that's what that, that whole order. thing plays. That, that whole thing plays out. Maybe that's maybe that's like literally like right after the end of season two. But I think there's gonna be a time jump. Yeah, and I think that I agree. Grogu cannot stay at that fucking temple. <laughs> I swear to God, if no, he has to have left. Had, nah, dude. Or, I'm sorry. He had to have left. He had to have left. <laughs> Grogu it, turns into the Knights of Ren. It's happening. And I know that I know comic God. <laughs> I'm joking. That'd be kind of that'd be kind of cute though. That'd be, I mean, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> He'd be so little with a little mask. <laughs> Maybe Grogu just becomes the clone version of Palpatine. I, I'm just I'm just no, shitting out bricks now. That's so I know. I'm joking. I'm jo- no, I'm not being serious. Yeah. Keep okay. Going. I I know I know the comic books were like Oh, like you know, Ben Solo didn't actually kill anybody. Um, Palpatine killed all the people, and he just ran away. No, in my <laughs> mind, Kylo Ren killed his fu- his fellow students. That that's that makes sense to me. That's yeah. he turned to the dark side. Um, yeah, he burned it down. That's a that's a real character choice. I'm sorry, but yeah, don't do this wishy washy bullshit. So in my in my head canon, he he that he did that. He did what we thought he did the entire fucking trilogy. Um, Grogu had to have left because if Kylo Ren, fu- it, it, that motherfucker killed Grogu. Kylo Ren wasn't Ben Solo. Kylo Ren was Kylo Ren who carried out the evil. That's how Star Wars gets gets away with this because they they have this weird duality where basically well they need people they to turn, be really bad. They turn. But they also need people to be all, all the all well. The yeah, good. I mean, so, yeah, they just turn. They have two ridiculously extremes, and they turn good people <laughs> into like monsters. But they just refer to them as two different people, um, which I don't. I don't think he kills. I don't think they kill. I don't think so either. I don't think so either. That's just too. They Disney would not do that. Yeah, Disney will not do so, that. So, which which means that they which means that they have to explain where he went, because we're just going to assume that that's that was the case. 
Yeah. And that poor baby had to live through two Jedi purges. <laughs> Think about that. So are you getting <clears throat> getting back to yeah, what we sorry. actually believe. No, it's fine. I think I see what you were saying where like Mando and and his fellow Mandalorians try to go and yeah. take back uh, Mandalore. Um, down the road, maybe another season after that would be him, would be Mando going mm-hmm. to rescue Grogu. That's what I think yeah. could happen. Technically, he could still kind of be Baby Yoda. He may be a baby toddler or, or a toddler Yoda, not a baby Yoda at that point. He'd probably be able to speak um, by that point. Yeah, for another but I mean, 20 at years. the same time, yeah, it's just a few. It's not, I mean. Maybe even like a Goo Goo Gaga. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, that's the thing. He's 50 years old and he's still yeah. a baby. So, I mean, there's there's... There's not that much time difference between when Luke picks him up and yep. Ben Solo turns on him. But like 15, 20 years. Yeah. yeah, I mean, so he'd, he'd be like, he'd be like, he'd be like what, seventy five or sixty five, seventy. He's a toddler. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but a very strong, powerful toddler. A geriatric toddler. I think that I, I think I could see that. I could see that yeah. like being the last season of The Mandalorian where they're like mm-hmm. we're bringing back the old crew. Well, because it's funny because I, I remember I remember. Um, Giancarlo Esposito talking about season four already being in the works. Uh-huh. So they're not done. They're not done with this. Okay, that, that's good. I'm glad you cleared it up because I didn't know those facts. I just assumed yeah. that this was going to be um, kind of like a series, like The Mandalorian was just going to be a series that jumps yeah. throughout different Mandalorians. Now, let me ask you, this is my last question, um, and there's a lot of speculation that we can go from mm-hmm. here, but... Uh, what do you want to see out of the book of Balba Fett? Hmm. Well, uh, he's obviously building a crime syndicate. He's the, I, the the weird thing is like it seems like when he walked in on them, there yeah. wasn't much crime syndicate. Yeah, it seemed just a, with. I don't yeah. know. That's not a word, but um, it was a shadow <laughs> of of the, the huts. Yeah, it was kind of just yeah. a husk of it. Um, yeah, he's he's gonna build that back up. He's gonna become a crime lord. And I mean, here's what I, th- I, I, this is not an original theory. Yeah. I saw this. I don't know who, I'm sorry. I can't uh, credit this to anybody specifically, but I saw this on the internet um, that th- there's a good chance, or at least it'd be a good idea to have um, Grand Admiral Thrawn be the big bad of Ahsoka, Book of Boba Fett, Rangers of the New Republic and Mandalorian, and then have a tie-in all together at the at the like a, at a season finale for one of them. I thought that was a, I thought it was a pretty interesting idea. That way you can have like the kind of Marvel effect of like the you know banding together Who crossover. Do we want to play Thrawn? Everyone's like Benedict Cumberbatch. I was about I, to I say it. <laughs> I don't really want that. I I, I want. Well, he's I already Khan. He can't be Thrawn too. <laughs> yeah, he already ruined Khan. <laughs> I'm just joking. This is Star Wars, not Star Trek. Uh, I think the guy who, I, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's, it's Mickelson's brother, but I, I, uh, I'm sorry. Mickelson's brother. Mads, Mads brother. Oh, Mads Mickelson. Uh, voices him in the, in the show in Rebels. So I oh. think they should just use him because he, he could, he could absolutely play him. He's got that. He's got that, that everyone talks about bone structure when it comes to Thrawn. Nobody cares about anything else except for a bone structure just because yeah, artists, artist renditions have him with a really nice cheekbone you gotta get structure. that german or, or dutch cheek yeah bone yeah <laughs> you know I, i'd be happy with that because it seems like you know for bo-katan uh katie sackoff played who voiced bo-katan played bo-katan 
Ahsoka's voice actress sure. did not, yeah. but you know, you could you could easily do Thrawn. And if not, I'm sure whoever does play him is gonna do a, a bang up job. So <laughs> sure. I'm not too worried. But I, I yeah, I think I, yeah, if that's the direction they want to go, that'd be interesting. I'd be interested to know what happens because there's not a lot we know still. We don't really know that much about Boba Fett still, which is kind of fascinating because he's a character that everybody yeah. seems to love, but we don't really don't know that much about him. Maybe I he, mean, maybe they can flesh yeah. out his experience and his relationship with the Huts and the crime syndicate in general and just him Definitely. talking about who his dad was um, and fleshing that out. Definitely. Um, I mean... I guess I didn't really answer your question. I kind of got an attention. No, it's fine. I could see, and this this could be done well. Uh, yeah. And this and now I'm a hypocrite, but I feel like they could get away with it because that who's the actor that plays Boba Fett again? Not Jeremy. Uh, uh, oh, T- Tamara Morrison. Yeah, he. I mean, they, he, they have so much experience, clone like like in the movies, like deep faking mm-hmm. him. Yeah, <laughs> so like de-aging him. Yeah, they've been doing um, that for yeah, since oh, oh five or oh, oh two. Well, so he was in also, not to go on a tangent, but Aquaman, and they de-aged him in that too. Oh, was he? I yes, he was. Aquaman. He's Aquaman's dad, actually. Um, so, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. They, they de-aged him in I that I love too. that actor. I, I, I yeah, awesome. he's great. He's got um, such a cool voice too. He does. Um, but I, I, would, I would be interested to know maybe if they do any flashbacks yeah. or... Um, I don't know. They I, could definitely do flashbacks. Yes, they should. They should. Um, yeah, I think flesh. I think what they're gonna do is a part like you know the A plot is obviously gonna be him building his empire. Yeah. B plot is gonna be him kind well, of crime syndicate finding himself again. Or that's that's what I'm, his crime empire. Yeah. Um, and. Uh, and also just finding himself and like reacquainting himself with himself because I feel like he's kind of gotten lost um, in his own mind about who he is after the Sarlacc pit. He, you know, we he, don't. He was. The, we don't know who he was. The deadly bounty hunter. Well, he was. I think to himself, he was pretty well defined to himself. Like you know, in Return of the Jedi, he was the he was the deadly bounty hunter that captured Han Solo. Blah blah blah. Got got bested by a by a stick, and then fell into a Sarlacc pit. And he's a joke. It was a joke. It was a joke. How he died. Yeah. And, and I think he was a joke um, to himself. I'd be interested to know what his moral compass is because yeah. he did something really good, but at the right. same time, he it was his word. So it's, it's right. kind it of killing two birds he, with one stone with there. Right. It wasn't because he, deep in his heart, he's like, oh, I have to save this child because yeah. that's the right thing to do. It's yeah. more of like, oh, I have to honor this code. Yeah. Mandalorian code. Um, he's definitely, he's honor bound, but um, yeah. honor is kind of subjective. <laughs> It is. And yeah, it would be interesting. One thing that uh, like I've seen some memes point out um, that I thought was really funny, but uh, like it's just joking about how when Boba Fett, because technically Boba Fett was there uh, like near the spaceship, surrounding the spaceship when Mando was there. Oh, and then, oh, and then I know what, what, what do you think he thought? <laughs> what do you think he thought or saw when he saw Luke's X-Wing pull up? <laughs> like, it's the same guy. What do you think Luke him? thought? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, Luke probably didn't care. Luke probably, like, I mean, Luke's a boss. I love, so. I love like, when they're, when they're like, they're, um, it's the meme from, um, oh, God, what's that show uh, on Netflix? The Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. Season two. And yeah, they're, like, yeah. looking at each other as the cars are passing. That's a good one. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah, that's that's I I, I find that funny to think about. It's yeah. also interesting that Bo Katan d- didn't even know that um that she was in the same room as Anakin Skywalker's son. You know what I'd love to see is is Luke and Anna or Luke and Ahsoka uh getting acquainted. Being yeah. like you're you were my dad's apprentice and you were my lot. master's son. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of like fan fiction online. Yeah, those are all kind of weird. Yeah. <laughs> but like like lie. fan fi- like like fan fiction thinking about what it would be like to have oh, Luke right, yeah. and Ahsoka meet. That's what I'm saying. I'm not talking yeah. about just fan fiction. <laughs> I'm talking. Oh, you're not talking about like the that stuff. <laughs> Annie, I'm not talking about Annie Ahsoka. No. I mean, hey, if you if you enjoy it. No. What are we going to talk about now? Well, I, I think we got to get a little creative. We have to kind of <laughs> improvise. Um, I, you know what? I think there's a lot of there's a lot of there's a lot coming around the corner for the binary. There's a lot to podcast. A lot of content coming. A lot of ideas swirling. Um, so just get ready. 2021 is going to be a fun year. Um, while we wait for the for the next ten freaking projects <laughs> and then we yeah. and then we don't have to work as much and we could just talk about that yeah um but yeah thanks for thanks for thanks for joining us uh joining us yet again uh, and thank you for we'll all s- those who listened into every episode recap we did and i'm talking about just the be- from the beginning where we clumped three episodes together to now yes we're just doing yes. a single one thank you guys so. for, for sticking with us we <laughs> we finally for the last two episodes got to just review episode by episode yep. so we we slacked off <laughs> We're back on track. Yes. It's over now, but whatever. Um, no, we just, yeah. Thanks to all our viewers, all our listeners. Uh, we, you know, we love you. We appreciate you. And uh, we'll, we'll see you next week. See you next week.